Welcome to the Next Gen Business Podcast. I'm Linda Ockwell Jenner. And I'm Dennis Lewis. Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org. Okay, it's lovely to be back with another Next Gen Business Podcast, and I'm thrilled to bits to have the most wonderful co-host join me for this season. And I'd like to introduce Dennis, who has got the most wonderful British accent, and say, hey, Dennis, thank you for joining us, our host. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you very much for that warm introduction, Linda. Um, It's a pleasure to be on the Next Generation Business Podcast. Um, I'm, as you can tell, I'm originally from England. However, I've lived in Canada for a good three or four decades now. And I am a copywriter. I have a freelance writing and content writing service. And over the last year or so, I've branched out into professional voiceover services. And so that can include corporate type voiceovers uh, to more artistic kind of narrations. And basically, the sky's the limit. Oh, wow. And I have to say, um, one of the reasons I really, really wanted you to be my co-host on this is because I could listen to your voice forever, Dennis. So I would imagine you're going to be inundated with work for, you know, voiceover. What, what kind of work do you get? As a voiceover person, I mean, is it movies? Is it commercials? What kind of work would it be? Well, at this stage, um, much of the voiceover work that I have done has been related very much to my writing, my copywriting. Um, About two years ago, I worked for a Kitchener-based IT company, and I, in the capacity as a copywriter, preparing content for their in-house training modules. And uh, it was about two months into the project that they suddenly realized, oh my goodness, we actually need to produce videos uh, that are engaging, that are kind of interesting, that can help to captivate learners. Otherwise, the learners are going to start falling asleep in the middle of the classes. And so they, for some reason or other, they felt that I might be the person who could uh, voice their uh, learning modules or training modules. And so that's how I started. And so so far, much of the voiceover work that I've done has been in terms of like uh, education, um, training modules, that sort of thing. Um, But I am hoping to branch out into more commercial type uh, uh, voiceover narration as well as kind of things like audiobook, more creative uses of the voice as well. That's wonderful. I was uh, driving along in my Mini the other day and I uh, heard uh, a commercial and advertisement on the radio and there was a young lady, I think it was for a car dealership, I don't know which one, and basically she had a British accent. But for, for everybody listening and watching this podcast, I'm from Birmingham in England and it's deemed the worst accent in the world. So the difference between the way you and I talk, Dennis, is like the moon and stars. But um, in my um, 
business life as a motivational speaker, I tend to talk much slower on the stage because people can't understand me. But um, that's a really, really good story, Dennis. And what I would love to bring in now is um, when we started the Next Gen Business Podcast, Myself and Aaron, my other lovely young co-host, but um, he's gone on to better and, and more wonderful things. Um, we kept inviting, say, the younger generation on to talk about opportunities and, and what they wanted to do, whether it was start their own business or work in a bank, work for an IT company, you know. And then it got me thinking over the past couple of months that basically ageism, you know, people of a certain category are often thinking to themselves well I'm too old to start my own business and I don't think that's right do you Dennis I think anybody of any age can start a business or even a new career yes absolutely I I certainly agree with that Um, there is this kind of I suppose it's a general perception in our culture um, that once you reach the age of 30, you pretty much fall off the edge of the earth and you don't exist, you're not worthy of attention. And the reality is, of course, that most people uh, actually start to hit their stride in their 30s and 40s, maybe even in their 50s. And nowadays, um, the reality, the economic reality of our not just our post-COVID world, but even before that, there's this need uh, uh, for people to be able to constantly reinvent themselves at more or less whatever stage they uh, they may have reached. And in my case, for example, I was in my 50s and for over two decades, I'd been working as a university instructor and I had pretty much, uh, pretty much decided that that was going to be my career path for the rest of my life, the academic. Uh, the academic world. And then um, I, I hit a stage where I wasn't getting uh, job offers and I realized that the academic world was a lot more kind of uh, stringent. Um, and at the t- same time, it was also, uh, it also came down to the fact that I had re- uh, returned to Canada after having taught and lived abroad for almost two decades. And so there was also that uh, element um, thrown in, the idea of having to readjust to a new country. And I quickly realized that I had better learn to reinvent myself, utilize those skills that I had put on the wayside um, uh, throughout my academic uh, career, i.e. the ability to write, the ability to kind of like the ability to think entrepreneurially, um, all of those had been put on the side while I pursued a career as an academic. And then once I realized that um, it wasn't going to be a very easy life for me um, as an academic here in Canada, after having worked abroad for so long, I quickly realized I'd better learn to kind of make an adjustment. And in my case, it was when I was in my mid-50s, I am quite familiar with people who are in their 60s who may had to make a life-changing adjustment and have thrived as business people, um, thrived with skills that they never really realized they, they had before. But, you know, this is a necessity, definitely. 
And the other thing I should say, there is a lot of value in entering into the business life with a lifetime of experience and knowledge. There are certain things that we know post 40 years of age, after we haven't fallen off the cliff yet. Um, there are certain things that we uh, we know, the certain experiences that we have had throughout our lives that really add in- immense value to our business offerings, right? So, I, I totally agree, and I love the reinventing. So, but for the new people, the new listeners, um, and people who haven't seen us before, I reinvented myself. I was a secretary, then I was a wife, then I was a stay-at-home mom. And after coming to Canada, just like you, I reinvented myself after divorce, cancer, all those things. But I didn't think about starting my own business. I thought about, well, at one point I was working three jobs at the same time, but we won't go there. But I reinvented myself as a motivational speaker purely because in the beginning people liked my accent and I could have talked about the telephone book in those days. But then, you know, people started listening to what I had to say and began to pay me, which is wonderful. We all want to get paid. But so some people that I looked up before the show that started the businesses when they were 50 or over, Colonel Sanders, so that's the chicken guy, isn't it, Martha Stewart, um, you know, home bacon and stuff like that. And the Home Depot, the co-founders there, they started that after the age of 50. So what I'd like, you know, to do in the, in the you know, following few weeks of our podcast is kind of come up with ideas how we can help people either, you know, who are, you know, leaving college, university of any age, because again, lots of people return to school at different ages. Um, and are thinking about starting their own business, come up with some ideas how we can help them. And also, um, if in the corporate world and you haven't made it by a certain age, do you think that is an effect on some people as well? Do you think the corporate world doesn't like um, older people to stay with them for very long? And I don't know whether I should mention. I, uh, well, I certainly do feel that there is, there is an element of... Uh, ageism for want of a better word, though um, there is more, I think um, many um, businesses are feeling, uh, big businesses are feeling more pressure to be inclusive. And part of inclusion means being uh, welcoming um, diverse kind of experiences from older um, employees. However, uh, it's it's a fact that in the business world, um, it's a young man's and a young woman's game, really. And um, many uh, businesses in the corporate world do, quite frankly, prefer younger people, right? Um, so if you've not made it to CEO by the time you're 45, you're out. But I was just going to say, and I'm very naughty to bring this up, Lisa Laflamme, for those of you who don't know her, she's been in broadcasting for 40-odd years, and she's been with a large telecommunications company who shall be nameless. And people are, you know, speculating, did they get rid of her because she was older, because she now had grey hair after covid Or was it because, you know, she demanded too much money? So that's very interesting because she did make her own business, if you think about it, in a way of being a reporter and travelling all over the world, you know, to places and then getting a really good spot on the news. So there's there's a lot we can talk about 
with the generation game, I think, Dennis, but primarily I want people to know that whether you are working in the corporate world or looking to work in the corporate world or looking to start your own business, Dennis knows what it's all about. It begins with an N, doesn't it, Dennis? Networking. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It, it, yeah, you definitely do have to have a, a certain vision of uh, what you want to achieve in terms of your business, also in terms of um, your lifestyle, what, what you hope to achieve with your business uh, in, in that context. Um, I do think, however, that speaking of people who enter uh, the business world at an older, uh, <laughs> at a later stage in their life, <laughs> yes, I, I do think that there are certain advantages that we do have that we may not be aware of. Um, and one of those key advantages is the fact that we have been through so many uh, experiences and we've interacted with so many different types of people over our, over our years. And so that really does stand us in good, good stead. And hopefully over the decades, we've learned to develop different social networks that can help to nourish our, the, richness, the richness of our, our, of our business. And also, um, whether you are starting your own business or whether you're working in the corporate world, the culture, the culture of the different identities of different people is very much, you know, um, about that today. So there's so much more we've got to talk about. And I think we'll have a lot to cover over the next few weeks. So, Dennis, um, I believe you have um, a topic already for our next podcast. Yes, I, I was really um, interested in pursuing this idea of mentorship, partly because it's something that I uh, have had to seek. Uh, I've had to seek mentors um, in terms of business in general, you being one of those mentors, <laughs> you yourself, <laughs> um, but also mentors in terms of copywriting, um, the ins and outs of uh, learning how to use SEO uh, um, or learning how to write certain types of copy. And then also uh, in terms of voiceover, uh, I have a, right now I have a very good mentor uh, named David Gilbert, who's a you know, very well-established Canadian voiceover and um, very generous with his time and very generous with his uh, wisdom. Um, Thinking about the, these kinds of relationships and how pivotal they are in helping me understand the direction that I need to be following in terms of developing my business, what in terms of what I want for myself, in terms what I, of what I don't want for myself. And these, uh, these mentors help to shape the landscape in front of me. However, a key component that I'd like to address in perhaps a future episode is this notion of self-mentorship. It's not enough to have someone guide you. You also have to have a very strong sense of what your purpose is or what you're seeking, uh, even before you approach another person to offer you guidance. That's a, that's a really good point, and I'm so excited that you're on board and that, you know, you are helping me co-host this, this wonderful podcast because I'd be lost without you. I really, really would because I think 
we have um, quite a difference in in the way we look at a lot of things, which makes it even more exciting. So we've got some good conversations coming up. But for now, you know what, Dennis, and it's been lovely, you know, sharing with everybody who you are and what you'd like to talk about. It's a uh, goodbye from me. Uh, thank you very much, Linda, and goodbye from me. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, the Next Gen Business Podcast. Thanks for listening. Check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com.